Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking week 14 in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pearson, and joining me today is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill? It is going just swell. Thank you, Matt. All right. Good to have you back. And rounding out our trifecta, as always, Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Doing well. All right. A bit of a rough week for us. Um, Actually, it's kind of a mixed bag. Rough week on this podcast, the five picks that we had... uh, did not do well, although we had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a nice little props ticket come through in the uh, in the Sunday game or in the night game between the Falcons and the Saints, so that was good. I had a nice four-team teaser that uh, that came through on Sunday. Unfortunately, I didn't give out any of that particular advice on this <laughs> podcast. I did quite poor <laughs> last week. We all did actually, so we're gonna shake it off. And we're going to get back on the horse here in week 14 and have a good week. So, without further ado, let's get started. Thursday night game, not exactly the sexiest matchup as of right now. A little bit of playoff implications in this one. But I think um, even if the Cowboys lose this one, it's pretty much just going to come down to whether or not they, you know, it's pretty much going to come down to that week 16 matchup between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Um, Boys, despite... Despite the uh, both these teams coming off the super rest, they played on Thursday last week, so they're just uh, good to go. So classic, just week off, just with everything moved up a few days. Cowboys are getting three on the road against the Bears. Trubisky had a pretty good opening drive, and then he had a pretty good second half against the Lions, albeit the Lions uh, are poorly coached. Uh, everybody's injured, and they were down to their third-string quarterback, and they still had a chance to win that at the end. Uh, the Cowboys line minus three perplexes me a little bit. I think that's a public bump line. Um, few adages in this one, despite the fact you have to bet on Mitch Trubisky, but uh, the Bears getting three at home on a Thursday. What do you think, Craig? I like the Bears. Shouldn't this game be a pick? Shouldn't that be the line? I completely agree. Yeah. I, I, th- this is a sharp play right here. I get it. The sharps are all over the Bears. I already know that. So This could easily be one of my five. I and think. I know that uh, you know one of the adages people say is home team on a Thursday. Now, this is... Uh, uh, the Thursday every year where that doesn't matter as much because both teams are playing on uh, seven days rest or six days rest rather. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I want the Bears in this game. I think that you're getting in, like this. This should be a pick. Uh, you're getting a, a, an extra three points. Mm. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Billy? Bears getting three at home. The Bears squeaked by a decimated Lions team, mm. uh, and that was in Detroit, wasn't it? It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Lions always host and, on Thanksgiving. Okay, and now they're going... Yeah, I, I, I kind of like Dallas here a little bit more. I, I don't love it, um, but Dallas is a significantly better team than Chicago. I think we'd all agree with that. I know it's nice to get the extra three, but I see no reason why Dallas can't march all over Chicago <laughs> knowing what the third-string quarterback in Detroit was able to do. Uh, yeah, Dal- here's, like, yeah, Dallas is so much less than some of its parts. Yeah. The- is not as good as it should be. Uh, the uh, offense is second in DVOA, and they they managed to score points, but those are some late points against Buffalo. They had a couple of bad turnovers against Buffalo. It just uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a pretty performance, and I think that coaching is a, a big reason why they're less than some of their parts. Uh, special the ranking thirty second in special teams also an issue. I mean, I don't know. Ron Rivera was just fired. Yes, uh, by the Carolina Panthers. Scott Rivera, Ron Rivera. Yeah, I mean. Should the if it, it's just I hilarious because straight on Matt Nagy, I do. You, you think he's gonna? You think he's better than Matt Nagy? You said yes. Well, I'm I just think... I'm wondering why the Cowboys wouldn't friggin' go after him. I want the Lions to fire Matt Patricia and go after uh, Ron Rivera. Ron like is better. Like, see a top ten coach right now? I I think so. He's been to a Super Bowl and like all that like Riverboat Ron stuff started because he was the first guy who started kind of listening to the analytics of when you should go for it on fourth down and stuff like that, especially when he had Cam Newton. And if, by the way, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, buckle up, because it's about to get real crappy for the next, like, <laughs> five, six years. Like, you're about to – you just lost Ron Rivera, who we're trying to figure out right now if he's a top-ten coach. I think he is. And 
Like, I mean, I realized that game against Washington was was embarrassing for all concerned, but, like, Cam Newton's probably not going to be there, and Ron Rivera's not going to be there next year. So I, I, I don't know if you think Kyle Allen's the guy, but it's about to get real slippery for, for Carolina Panthers fans. Um, and he thought Kyle Allen was the guy that's probably second-guessing themselves just about now. Yeah. I mean, he he had a couple good weeks. Um, last week against the uh, – I'm I'm wondering if that sweet sweet cover he had two weeks ago against the uh, against the Saints is kind of the last hurrah for Kyle Allen. Uh, that that was good stuff. I mean, we could just slide right into the Panthers because they got the first game of the Sunday nighter, and I kind of like this line. The Carolina Panthers, having just fired their coach, uh, less than a week before their next game, they're going on the road to Atlanta, and Atlanta is a short home favorite, getting minus two and a half. Uh, I love Atlanta. I think they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, you know what? When it comes to firing a coach, one of two things tends to happen. They come out the next game and look great because they're happy the coach got fired. I'm not sure you'll find that here. Um, I, I think it might be the opposite. So I think I like Atlanta more here as well. Atlanta short home favorite. What do you think, Craig? I'm on the Falcons too. Yeah. I think I think this is I think this is a good spot. Um, do you feel strongly about the Falcons, Craig? One of your five, or no, no. Um, I, uh, I I generally I just don't trust this organization right now. Yeah. I don't trust the uh, the players, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take. Uh, I sure as hell don't off. trust the Falcons either, though. No, no, I get that. I get that. All right, next game up, we got the Baltimore Ravens coming off a hell of a game against San Francisco. Don't know why that was at 1 o'clock with all the other games going on. Should have at least moved it to 4. But uh, I get that you can't do that for those particular 1 o'clock games, but whatever. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are heading to Buffalo uh, to take on the Bills. Bills on the super rest because they played on the Thursday game. Um, this line opened up at Ravens minus 6. The Sharps hammered the Bills plus the six, and now uh, we're getting a half-point hook because we're down to Ravens minus five and a half. Boy, um, this is a spot where you should probably take the Bills. <laughs> like, like it, it is really good, but two things are, uh, got me worried in this matchup. Um, the Bills' run, Bills defense has been good, but their run defense is a little suspect. It's a little suspect, which is not what you want when Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram are coming to town. And um, I know this is super public type of this is this is not sharp logic, but uh, man, I don't really feel like putting money against the Baltimore Ravens right now. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, Baltimore. It has to be Baltimore. They're just uh, they're they're rolling here, and I, I I still don't think Buffalo is very good. Like that win in Dallas doesn't make me think the Bills are all that good. Mm-hmm. And I think that we find out the uh, the hard way in Orchard Park this weekend that uh, yeah, they're not good. Uh, Ravens land five and a half on the road. What do you think, Bill? I, I think I like the Ravens here. Um, Buffalo, like, they're not bad. Like, they were able to slow, let's say, Zeke Elliott last week. Um, but I, I think it's a whole different game in Baltimore. It's not just about, I mean, Ingram is a hard runner. He really is. But the fact that you always have to take that half step to say, you know, did Jackson hold the ball? I think it really throws everybody off. Uh, I think they're going to be able to get seven yards a clip here and i think they'll just be able to march all over buffalo could be tough like the, the stuff working against the ravens in this one is that was like that was about as hard hitting a game as you're gonna see that they had with the niners like both those yep. teams got after each other uh last week so and buffalo's coming off the extra rest and buffalo's yeah. coming off the extra rest so that's that's one but uh, I, I the the sharps are on the bills i i think i would just hold it's not like a traditional hold your nose but it's just kind of a don't look at the team names and just take the take the yeah the, the decent team that's getting five and a half at home uh next up the cincinnati Bengals coming off a uh, on a on a one game winning streak you guys uh, they are getting divisional rival, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are favored by minus nine, uh, second high. No, not even close to the second highest line of the week. What am I talking about? Um, the Browns. Wow. They're getting nine at home. Browns coming off a ridiculous loss to Pittsburgh. They had again, duck Hodges, who's now two and O as a, uh, starter in the, uh, national football league. Go figure. Um, Bengals 
I, I think you got to take the Bengals here. What do you think, Craig? Scott Hansen. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I take that back. Jets, Miami, I guess it's still here. But nonetheless, uh, I still don't want to watch the football game. I, I, I think you have to take the Bengals too, but Jesus. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, I think it's got to be the Bengals. The Browns are a super emotional team, and I'm interested to see how they go out there in this game when they're, like their season is is that that game probably ended their season right like that that loss I, like five and seven now I, I don't think you're making yeah playoffs. even winning out is not enough even winning out I don't think will be enough so I'm, I'm interested to see Baker like that the photos of him I don't I honestly thought they were photoshopped because he looked like he put on 30 pounds it, it was ridiculous he's got a broken hand now or not a broken hand well something's up with his hand his hand was yeah and that's, uh, that's ice, part right? of what changed the game the Steelers had a new plan on defense but I think that like Mayfield was way less accurate in the second half and I think the stuff yeah. with his hand is a big part of it is uh man is Mike Tomlin coach of the year for you Craig uh, I have a really hard time not giving that to John Harbaugh yeah I I well I I think really it's Mike hard Tomlin. Time. I think I think it's Mike Tomlin are you kidding me Two two wins with du- against two wins starting Duck Hodges. Like I know John, I I fully acknowledge what John Harbaugh is putting together right now. But like, come on now, five and seven. Yeah. Like, what the hell has happened to the Steelers this year? And you know who else I, I might get- you know who else I might freaking give it to Brian Flores. I might give it to Brian Flores now. I realize There's a chance the Dolphins win six games. Yeah, that's, um, that's hot. That's hot takey. I get, but come on now. <laughs> like, why why couldn't the coach of the year be Kyle Shanahan? Uh, yeah, he's good too. Although all of a sudden they're a five seed, which is yeah, you know, but that's strange. like they have the they have the second best record in the league. Like, oh, what I do know. You, it's, like, it's, it's well, actually no, they're tied for the best record in the league. They just happen to be in like yeah. Anyway, I just I just uh, think it's Tomlin. I think Tomlin's the most underrated coach in the history of this game. I think I think it's it's so strange. Uh, but anyway, I I digress. Uh, the Browns getting nine at home against the Bengals. What do you think, Bill? Uh, yeah. I, I think you just take the Bengals here. I'm not, yeah, I'm not risking that many points with the Browns, so I'll go with the Bengals. Uh, next up, the Washingtons coming off a uh, pretty crazy win that actually got me some money, so thank you for that, Washingtons. Uh, they're heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers. The Packers are laying 13 at home. Packers coming off a nice road win over the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones might just be bad. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I think that might be like he's turned the ball over an awful lot, and I understand that that happens yeah. to young quarterbacks sometimes. But you got to see like, oh, that the, the, like there's a throw that shows why they think he might be good, or there's something that shows why they think he might be good, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen a lot of that yet. Yeah. So, and we've been uh, kind of defending him on this podcast, saying like, hey, jury's still out, jury's still out. That game against yeah. the Packers, that was that was bad, very bad for me. Like, yeah. You, you always learn something about these guys when you have money on them, and I had money on them last week, and I was like, "Hey, now this is not fun, right?" So no, no, I didn't enjoy that at all. Yeah. Now the Giants' defense couldn't stop anyone. I just thought they they might be able to score enough that it would be okay, and they did not. Just a, yeah, very bad second half. Uh, Packers giving thirteen at home to the Washingtons. What do you think, Bill? Washingtons. The Packers aren't that good. I mean, Washington's pretty bad, but I'll take thirteen points. It's too many. Uh, your take on this one, Craig? I uh, I want nothing to do with this game, but I I, mm-hmm. I can't take Washington. Yeah. Like after they, they just they're coming off two wins in a row. I think I just think they're due to get blown out. Stay away from me. There's too many really good home dogs this week that you can take instead of in, instead of having to take points with Washington or lay big number with the Packers. So uh, here's one. Uh, your boys, Craig, the Denver Broncos are heading into Houston to take on the Texans, and the Texans are giving up nine and a half. Before we get into this game, uh, how was the uh, start of the Drew Locke era for you? Uh, he was all right. They needed to take the the. the muzzle off a little bit like you know he he was making some nice throws he made a pretty nice throw on that pass interference that wound up uh, getting them winning in the game Mm -hmm. um so yeah they got a little afraid i don't know why but they should just uh they should just let drew lock go and the uh texan defense is as impressive as they were against the patriots offense the texans deep and the patriots offense isn't very good but the texans defense also not particularly good uh, so yeah, let's just, uh, let's just let them chuck it and see what happens. Yeah. It was 100% the dip a toe offense that they gave yeah. them there. They're like, let's just dip a toe. We don't yeah. need to jump right in. He had a really <laughs> nice throw on the fade to Sutton for the first touchdown. Like yeah. really nice throw. Yeah. 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 
could be something. Could be something. Uh, Texans are getting nine and a half. I think this line is too high, and I think this is a severe overreaction to, while still a very impressive win against the Patriots. Um, I, I just think I think this line the, this line should be like six and a half, not nine and a half for me. Um, so uh, the Bronco, I'm taking the Broncos, and the Broncos will probably be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? I agree wholeheartedly. Texans, they're not that good. I mean, we have seen, you know, some good games from the Broncos and some bad games in the last few weeks. Um, but I, I think overall the talent's there. They're a decent team. If you can get nine and a half points on a decent team, I'll take it. Uh, how do you feel about this gambling-wise, Craig? I think I like Denver. Nine and a half is a little high. Yeah. I but uh, with Derek Wolf now out, uh, the Broncos are going to be without their top three pass rushers in this game. No Chubb. Well, Miller might play, but I don't think so. So no Chubb, no Miller, no Wolf. That is a potential significant problem. Yeah. Uh, my boys, the Detroit Lions, are heading to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill. Uh, the Vikings coming off a, a tough one on Monday night there. Heck of a game, though. Um, yeah, you had the ball, and, and Cousins just couldn't quite get down the field. Although, I didn't like the play call on the fourth down. That was a little strange. Um, yeah, and, it, and he forced it when he didn't need to on that fourth down play. Yeah. Um, they, they, used the, they used the good play on th- third down to me because he was there, and then just the, the linebacker made a great play, got his hand up and tipped it, right, because Diggs was <laughs> wide open. And, uh, yeah, it just never came down. The fourth down play was, was bizarre. Um, the Vikings are getting 13 and a half right now. This is the highest line of the week right now. Um, I don't know who's playing quarterback. You can't actually find this in some places because they don't know who's playing quarterback for the Lions. Uh, my guess is I think Driscoll will be ready to go for this one. Um I mean, Blau was okay. In, he was in, fine. He was fine yeah. in that in that home game. He he didn't actively hurt the Lions for sure in that game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a high line for me. I have it as a stay away. Um, perhaps I'm too close to this game. Maybe you're supposed to take the Lions here, but I'm too close to it, so I'm not. Uh, my synapses aren't firing properly on this one. But I just have this as a stay away. What do you think, Bill? Uh, with your team, given 13 and a half. Now, you know what? A, a week ago, I would have been all over the Vikings here. I'm going to say they're going to crush them. But, man, did they get gouged on the ground. Just, I mean, absolutely penetrated on the ground. So, Like Rashad Perry or Penny and stuff like that. Too, yeah, right? yeah. Like, and, and I know they've got some creative schemes in, in Seattle, and Wilson is a threat. So it's a it's a different ball game than normal. Um, but it was, it was painful to watch. If Detroit can move the ball with any efficiency like that, it won't really matter who's playing quarterback. Um, but I still think the Vikings win this game I th- wholeheartedly. I, I would take the points, though. It is hot. Some of the Vikings getting gouged on the ground, though, was they were really hesitant to move the safeties up towards the line of scrimmage in that game. Mm-hmm. Really hesitant. Because that's the plan for Seattle. Run it, run it, run it, take a deep shot. Run it, run it, run it, take a deep shot. And, you know, it, it's, it's worked out pretty well for them so far. Uh, the Vikings were very concerned about the deep shots of thinking to themselves, okay, maybe we can try to stop the run or do well against the run without moving a couple of safeties up, see what happens, and they did not. Yeah, but at some point... Of course, it worked play. well enough that, you know, the Vikings didn't have that Dalvin Cook fumble. You know, I, I, that, I think that entire game is different, but that's a whole different conversation, different day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they each got... Points off a turnover. I mean, Minnesota. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Minnesota had their uh, their their return as well. Russell I just, Wilson threw an interception twice on the same play. I'd never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> it was bizarre. Oh mercy. Yep, good game though, and Cousins had a shot to bring him back, but mm-hmm. uh, I still think the Vikings are just as good as kind of people thought they were. Seattle's just not a bad team, and there were a couple breaks didn't go their way. Um, so I, I think they beat Detroit, but I'm not laying that many. Yeah, I think I think that's sound advice. Uh, next up, the 49ers are taking on the Saints for top spot in the NFC. Um, would you consider this the marquee matchup or Bills-Ravens, Craig? Oh, it's gotta be this. Yeah, I think so too. Although, I'm just saying, don't sleep on Bills-Ravens. Um, Niners-Saints, really, really good. Um, Saints getting the three-point home bump. So the Saints are, or the Vegas is telling us that these two teams are equal on a neutral field. Um... 
Niners getting plus three, I think, even though it's in the Superdome, I think that I think that's the play. I think you're taking the Niners here. I think that's the sharp play. But uh, I will say this: the Saints have been ready for the good teams this year. The Saints have been ready for the good teams, but the thing, the, the way you get after the 49ers is you need a mobile quarterback. Is yeah, the thing, and Drew Brees is not that guy. And, well, we're gonna see a lot of Taysom Hill. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so maybe, yeah. <laughs> Although we got a year's uh, worth on Thursday I, night here, there. Here, yeah, yeah. Here's what I will say: is the folks that uh, put together the Niners defense, so uh, the the whole group there, uh, they've they've faced some some pretty good offenses. They faced Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. They faced Lamar Jackson, and you know, uh, they have not faced something quite like. Sean Payton and Drew Brees mm-hmm. this season. Like the closest, like facsimile is Aaron Rodgers, who the Niners just absolutely crushed. But uh, that offense isn't as clever as this one. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't have as many good people around him as Drew Brees does. True. Uh, Drew Brees has very many good people. Aaron Rodgers has very few. Uh, and in fact, the answer is just, well, Jones and Adams, and that's it. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I, I think this is going to be a different situation than the Niners are used to. Plus, you know, there's the Superdome factor. I think I kind of like New Orleans here. Really, I, I I like the Niners, but uh, the 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 same th- hesitations I would have in the Niners are the same hesitations I have on the Ravens, and is that uh, Niners were in that same game, got the hell beat out of them, and the team that they're playing is on the super rest because they played a Thursday night. So, um, yeah, I think I think if, if it was gone to my head, I, I I would be on the Niners, but you're saying you're on the Saints, and I. I can't say obviously either way is right or wrong uh what are your thoughts on this one bill saints given three yeah i i think this is going to be a fantastic game um i i think it will go back and forth i don't think you'll see a blowout if it is a blowout i think it's the saints blowing out the niners but i do think it'll be close enough where i'll just take the three points um yeah, I, I don't see drew Brees marching all over the niners defense but i certainly don't see garoppolo able to move it too efficiently on the Saints. I think it'll be a lower-scoring game, surprisingly enough. Um, well, what's well, the over this one? 44. I was actually going to bring that up, kind of on the uh, the mediocre scale for uh, for these two teams. So they're, Vegas predicting, like, you know, a 27-20, 24-23 type of yeah. – type of matchup in that in that kind of range and when it's going to be muddled that close i mean three points feels like a lot when it comes down to it mm-hmm. uh anything else to add on this one craig oh thank you all right but i'm excited to watch it yeah uh next up the miami dolphins three and nine and just absolute just just somewhat of a joy to watch i gotta tell you they're they're, they're more entertaining than, than people give credit for they're heading to new york to take on the jets the jets are giving five and a half what the fuck are we doing here this game opened up at jets minus six sharps hammered the dolphins and so now the dolphins are five and a half and i still like the dolphins and they're probably going to be one of my five um unless the dolphins can promise me more kicker touchdowns yeah <laughs> I would say Scott Hansen, do not show this game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so this is the Scott Hansen game. Uh, it it kind of it's this or based on name recognition, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's this or Cleveland, Cincinnati. So Although, like, you know, I pick... I honestly think like Miami will give you some stuff. What are the Bengals and the Browns giving you? But the, I mean, the Jets are just so awful. But like, yeah, that's the, the see, that's the, the it's your call though, and I I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong by any means for, for, with Dolphins. Uh, I I I wouldn't argue with you about which one you thought was the was the one, but I'm going with uh, Jets Dolphins just because I don't know. Six weeks ago, I would have been certain this was Jets Dolphins, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, the Dolphins could win six games this season. Like yeah. that's on the table. Absolutely. Like, just listen to the rest, because they've got three wins right now, mm-hmm. right? And they could win this week. They could they could very much win this football game. Like, they're, like you know, they're playing the Jets, and they've already beaten the Jets once this year, and who knows how shitty the Jets could be at any, uh, any individual time. Here's the rest of the schedule. Mm-hmm. At the Giants, mm-hmm. home to Cincinnati, yep. at a New England team that may or may not have anything to play for. The over-under... Uh, for their win total was four and a half, and the sh- the big play this year was the Sharps Dolphins over four and a half. That was well. So the Sharps are going to be paying attention. There's there's a lot of Sharps that are going to be paying attention to these last four games that the Dolphins got, and see if the Dolphins can can find two more wins. 
uh, with the four weeks left. And like, there's no reason they couldn't based on those names you're giving me there, Craig. That's awesome. I want to go back and talk about that um, awesome uh, kicker play um, or about that awesome punter to kicker play. Uh, if you watch that sequence, uh, the Dolphins had, I think, uh, due to penalties and stuff like that, it's, it's something like eight or nine plays within the red zone, and they kept, like, going backwards because Fitzpatrick kept getting, like, rushed and slammed. So Brian Flores was just like, what if I just ran a play where I had no offensive line? Would that work? <laughs> like, is, is they're killing me out there in the red zone. So he just did it, and it resulted in a touchdown. It was pretty It was pretty hilarious. I, I, I was insanely amused by that. Uh, Jets giving five and a half at home to the Dolphins. What do you think, Bill? Um, take the points. Don't watch the game. Yeah, that's the that's that's the best advice I've heard in a long time. Um, Colts heading to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers giving three. Uh, so these two teams are equal on a neutral field, according to Vegas. Um, the Bucks have been a team that the Sharps have been on. There's basically been three bets that the Sharps have been on in the past three weeks. Uh, the past month, I would say, yeah, three weeks to a month. Um, the teams they've been on uh, have been the Bucks, the Titans, and then against the Jaguars has been uh, has been the three plays that the Sharps have uh, have kind of used. Hey, they've um, done well. <laughs> yeah, and they've done well. They've done well with those. Um, the Colts, man, it's just if they don't have their guys on the field, you, you just you can't take them right now, right? Like it's as simple as that. They if they don't have Ty and if they don't have Marlon Mack, I just I'm not sure because Brissett's still fighting whatever shoulder thing he's got. I mean he's he's playing pretty decently for a guy who's banged up, but um, I think Jameis is dry for thirty. My, my, like the only thing I cared about in the world was Jameis possibly throwing thirty interceptions in a whole season, and uh, I, th- I think with the uh, hey, he still might have a five pick game in there. Uh, just... Well, now we need it though is the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, we we need the five pick game. We, we were at a oh, if he just throws two a game, we're gonna get there. But now now we need him to throw a four or five pick game. But he, he might have it in there. Maybe this is it. Uh, Bucks minus three. What do you think, uh, Craig? Um, Bucks. Yeah, I think so. I I, I think I the have... Colts like the Colts were a nice story for a while, but I think we're about done here. Yeah, I have no, I have no. And Brissett's been okay. He's been fine. Uh, mm-hmm. The games he's been healthy. I just think that this roster needs more than fine quarterback play to be good. I think that's what we've found out. It's possible. I don't know. He was really good, and it's just everybody started getting banged up. And yeah, they're banged up. They've been losing. There's that, but he was, like they also let Derrick Henry pick up 150 yards. Like true. It, like. Here, and, and Henry's been really good. No, no doubt in my mind. There, he's been very good. Just, but try, just, I think you can. That's the one thing you have to do against yeah. the Titans. Is hey, let's see what we can do on making sure Derrick Henry doesn't get six yards a clip. Yeah, and I, like, I, if you're the Colts, I think you've kind of you, you've proven this year that losing Andrew Luck, while truly significant, I don't think you're team is about to spiral into insignificance till you get the next guy is what i'm trying to say i, right. I think i think i think the colts will be fine and now it's just yeah on, there's, it's there's just little on them things to build you can depth. do there's little things yeah. like i think jacoby Brissett can be a court a good quarterback on a good team in the nfl mm-hmm. i really believe that so you don't have to go finding that but uh yeah they just uh they they need a little more than they've got talent wise and you're right yeah. there there's been some injuries too no doubt yeah, about they, that. They, they just got to build on their depth that's all this is if they can put together uh fix their depth in this offseason i think they'll be uh they'll be primed to make some noise again next year uh bucks minus three what do you think bill bucks i i think the bucks will be able to move the ball in the colts defense uh, the only thing i see like for the Bucks to lose this game, I think they are going to need four picks. You know, maybe a fumble in there too. I think they'll be able to move the ball on offense. So if they lose this game, it's because they did it to themselves. Yeah. Uh, Marquee matchup of the one o'clock we already said is Niners Saints. So let's move into the four o'clock games this week. We got four, and a couple of them are actually pretty good. Uh, this one is not. Uh, the Chargers are heading to Jacksonville. Uh, and the Chargers are getting three on the road. Sure. Jeez. Um, I, I, the Gardner Minshew's back. I'm taking the Jags. Yeah, I am too, and they're going to be one of my five. I have a theory on this one, Craig and Bill. Uh, like, the, the, here's my theory on this one. I, I, I joked last week that the Chargers were like fetch from uh, Mean Girls uh, as far as the Sharps go, where the Sharps have been trying to make the Chargers a thing for a long time. 
So here's my theory on why this line is, because the Jaguars should be favored by three in this game. These two teams are equally terrible. Uh, let me check their DVOA. They're like 20 and tw- they're 20 and 25 in DVOA. So there's no reason the Chargers should be getting three on the road. I think that there is no way the public would bet this game at all, because it's it's not sexy whatsoever. And I got I just got through mentioning that betting against the Jaguars has been uh, one of the Sharps best plays over the past month. I think Vegas held hung a line here that is completely ignoring any public perception of this game because I don't think the public has any perception on this game. So, because the line for this game should be Jacksonville minus six and if or minus six, sorry, minus three. So this is a six point move. That's why I had the number six in my head. Um, so I think that the I think they hung a sharp line on this game, not a public line, because the public is never going to bet on this game. Only the Sharps are going to bet on this game. The Sharps have been trying to make the Chargers a thing for three years now. They don't get the, for whatever reason, the Sharps do not give up on this Chargers team, even though they are trash. It's like I was joking, they're trying to make fetch happen, and they've been making money off the Jaguars. So I think that the uh, I, I think the Vegas just said, "Oh, you want like here? You, you want to bet? Get, get you want to yeah. bet against Jacksonville? How about this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it was. So go I, ahead and bet against the Jaguars. You have to give up three points on the road with a bad team. Exactly. I think that's exactly what they did. They're like, "Oh, you still want your Chargers, and you try you you like you still love the Chargers with like you have for three years, and and Jacksonville." So I I think this is the first time. That I've seen in a while where Vegas hung a line that's purely aimed at the Sharps. So that's... that's Because not only do you have a situation here... Because like they could never... like A game the Dallas Cowboys were involved in. doesn't matter what their record is. They could never do a here's the Sharps line. Yeah, exactly. If, if you were ever going to do it, these might be the two franchises. Exactly, right? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's... The two Of the 32 teams, which are the teams that the, the, the least people care about. Uh, Jaguars in charge, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, this, isn't that like it? Like, that's probably, uh, yeah, you're probably bang on, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I just, I, I 100% believe that this, that like, this you line know, maybe was someone could throw the, the Titans in there, or, you know, there's, I guess there'd be some level of conversation about maybe Tampa Bay. And, you know, Tampa Bay's got some, like, yeah. No, no, these are the two teams people care the least about. And, uh, yeah. So if you're ever going to have a, hey, Sharps, you're not doing this anymore line, this would be it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. One hundred percent convinced that that's what this is. Uh, Jacksonville, I love, and they're going to be one of my five. They're getting three at home. What do you think on this one, Bill? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not laying three with the Chargers, so I'll take Jacksonville. But um, I don't love it as much as you guys do. Oh, I, I, I think it's good. Uh, here, like, I'm not betting this because if this is at one o'clock. This would for sure be the Scott Hansen game. Um, Foles came back too early, right? From, or maybe Foles just isn't that good. He might not be that. I, I don't know. He's gone on a heater a couple times. Yeah, and by a couple well, times, I mean, like, you know, a couple of uh, playoff games. And one, yeah. of, like, people forget in the game against Atlanta in that Super Bowl run, he was not very, very good. Yeah. Like, they won in spite of him. Uh, he goes on the heater against Minnesota and he goes on the heater against uh, the Patriots, obviously. Yeah. But, like, you know, I've, he looked, I, he looked I would not want to be on the hook for $20 million of Nick Foles next season. Fair. And the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars are. Yeah. And to cut Foles, I think, costs them, like, Twenty-two million in dead cap. Yeah, I thought I read. They have a ton of dead cap space. You yeah. can't like you. You literally can't do it. You yeah. just you, know, you 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 might as well keep him as the backup because you know, the costs are actually less to keep him as your backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the Pittsburgh Steelers are heading to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. A lot of people trusted with their money last week, including a few people on this podcast. That ended up being not so great. Here they are again as a home dog uh, getting two and a half uh, against the Steelers. Um, I want to take the Cardinals again. I'm just not sure. The Kyler Murray thing, him being questionable like a minute before the game started, was very frightening to me. Um, But at the same time, it's uh, Duck Hodges making his third start on the road as a favorite. So I don't know what spot... Uh, the Arizona better. defense, I think the Arizona defense is just so bad. Yeah. They're so bad. I'm just not sure if you need to think of it Think of it further than rookie quarterback as a favorite on the road in his third start, though. Like, is, like do we need to like do we need to overanalyze any, any, any further than that? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not going to take the Cardinals because, again, like I said, I think there's a lot of other spots, especially with a lot of home dogs this week. But 
I don't know. This might be one of the games where it's like, hey, maybe not overthink this. It's Duck Hodges on the road as a favorite. I don't know. Uh, what do you think on this one, uh, Bill? Uh, I, I mean, Jared Goff threw 450 yards against this Arizona defense. Like, <laughs> and he's been terrible leading oh, up to that, that whole He has put up 50. Yeah. Um, I realize, you know, this this guy for Pittsburgh isn't as good as, as Jared Goff, probably. Um, but even if he can throw for 300, they might be able to keep it fairly uh, competitive. I, I think I take the points here um, because I think either of these teams could be bad enough uh, where they could lose. So you might as well have a couple extra points. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on this one, Greg? Uh, I'm avoiding it, but I think that I would be taking the Cardinals. And I know that their defense is terrible, but I think that you have to. I think you're right. Next up, the Kansas City Chiefs are heading to New England. uh, And the Patriots are laying three at home. So they're saying that these two teams are equal. uh, I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's true either. I just want to do a quick look-see. Here are the Patriots' wins against teams with winning records. Uh... Pittsburgh in week one, 33-3 when Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. Uh, Buffalo, who they squeaked by, and Buffalo's quarterback got knocked out of that game. Right. Um, Baltimore, where they got shattered. Yeah. Uh, they beat Dallas, but that was a gross, weird weather yeah, game. Dallas but is in 500. They, Dallas, Dallas is 500 good, yeah. right now. So they're not even a team with a winning record anymore. And... Um, Baltimore, who filled them in that game. So, like, oh, boy. Um, I'm not writing the Patriots obituary because every year some moron tries to do that. Well, several morons actually try to do that. I just don't think this is a good spot for the Patriots. I think this is a great spot for the Chiefs. Um, I just think that this Kansas like. I, the Patriots aren't going to move the ball very well in this game because they just haven't moved the ball very well at all, even against mediocre defenses. So there's mm-hmm. that. And, like, the Patriots' defense is really, really good. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't care how good you are on defense. And, like, Stefan Gilmore is excellent. Stefan Gilmore is excellent. And a lot of the Patriots' plan is, okay, Stefan Gilmore locks down a guy. He doesn't need safety help, all that stuff. Um, you can't – that's literally not to be done with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, you can't – you can't – use that game plan against Tyreek Hill. You can't. So they're going to need to do safety help. They're going to have to do some different things on defense than they're used to. I like the Chiefs to win this game, and I think the Chiefs are one of my five. Yeah, they're they're going to be one of my five as well. Um, the only thing I'll say is since this Mahomes injury, some of those Mahomesian throws that we got used to last year yep. have been less Mahomes and more Brett Favre gunslinger throws. <laughs> Where yeah. I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> you know, right? And like, uh, so that said, he yeah. looked the, the last week was the best he's looked since the Denver game. Mm-hmm. I would expect to see that positive progression continue here. One should hope so. Uh, yeah. Patriots giving three. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I think you got to go with the the Chiefs here. Uh, Chiefs, I think, are a better team from what we've seen this season. Plus, you're getting three points. It's it's tough to go into Foxborough and get a win. Um, but I'll take the points. I think it's going to be a close, fantastic game. I agree. Uh, Tennessee Titans are heading into Oakland. Titans are in the conversation for a playoff spot. Good for them. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans are now laying three at on the road, actually. Uh, they're laying three on the road in Oakland. Um, if this was four or five weeks ago, I would have been very much on this Oakland. Uh, I, I would have taken Oakland without hesitation. Um, getting a little bit gun shy on the Raiders here. The offense has looked re- the, the offense that you could have trusted uh, a few weeks ago has has gotten real stagnant. Um, Tennessee's just they're moving the ball, man, on the ground. They are moving the ball. Uh, Titans length three on the road. What do you think, Bill? I think I like the Titans here. I, I don't think Oakland will have an answer for um, Derrick Henry. I don't. Um, the Raiders have been mediocre. No one else does. Why should the Raiders? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Raiders, the Raiders defense is bad. Yeah, the Raiders right. defense is not very good. 
Uh, and yeah. I just see the, the I see the Titans' offensive line being able to really push them around, mm-hmm. and there's going to be some places for Derrick Henry to go. Uh, the numbers on Derek Carr, even when they were winning, it came out that he's not moving the ball downfield a lot. Like his his uh, his average um, yards downfield was something like four, which is bad because it basically the math on it says that. Your your average yards per attempt need to be seven or above to indicate that you're a good quarterback, basically. So um, the fact that he's below, like that he's like four one on his average yards downfield attempt uh, is frightening. So like you saw that a lot in the uh, in the game last week against the Chiefs because the Chiefs are a terrible defense, and you figured like I I took the the Raiders in that high line because I'm like come on the Raiders offense is good they'll be able to stick with this really bad. Uh, uh, Chiefs defense and that was not the case because the Chiefs smartly were just like all right go ahead and make some throws there Derek and uh, he could not do that so that frightens me a little bit uh, I just have this as a stay away because I think there's better spots with better home dogs uh, than the Raiders versus the Titans but uh, what are your thoughts on this one Craig with the Titans giving up three on the road uh, I want the Titans I just okay. think that the the Raiders are getting like the Raiders have been blown out two weeks in a row. Once by the Chiefs. Okay, the Chiefs blowed a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. But the offense looked terrible against a mediocre defense. And, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. They also got killed by the Jets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, that, that seems bad out. too. Man. The Raiders are not particularly good. And I, and I was on it last week. We talked about that Chiefs. And I didn't have the guts to just take Kansas City minus the 10 points. And I should have. Because yeah. A, Andy Reid off the bye. And B, I just don't think, like, if you're good, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, you know, maybe losing a game against the Jets on the road is something that happens if you're a good NFL team. Like, yeah. But to get blown out the yeah. way they did, you just can't be good and have that happen to you. And I sh- and I chalked that up to trap game, right? Like, like that was one of the things where yeah. I was like, oh, that Jets game was a classic trap game. But, like, about trap it, right? game yeah. to me is, okay, they're a little bit sloppy, things are a little bit off or whatever, and then there's yeah. a trap game. They, get, they lost to a team they shouldn't have. Yeah. They got crushed. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not so into the trap game thing. Yeah, I, obviously I was wrong with that claim. It just seemed like such yes. a trap game to me because it was like, oh, divisional rival with, uh, uh, you know, Dalton or sorry, Dalton with Andy Reid got my Andy's mixed up there with Andy Reid uh, coming off the bye, right? And I was just like, oh, you know what? Forget it. Just you know, you just forget about that Oakland game. And clearly I was wrong because now I don't think they've scored a touch or they got like one touchdown in the last two. Yeah, weeks or uh, and that was a garbage time one that didn't matter. Yeah. Um, moving on the Sunday nighter, um, kind of okay. Uh, Seahawks off the short rest. They are getting minus one and a half on the road in LA against the Rams. This one opened up Seahawks minus one. So obviously people have been uh, putting some money on the Seahawks. I'm not sure if it's sharper public and I'm having trouble securing that information right now, but it has moved to Seahawks minus one. Uh, minus one and a half, actually, from one to minus one and a half. So you're getting a, a kind of sort of hook there. Um, I don't know what to do with this one because um, the Seahawks are, I, I mean, they're, 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 I guess they're sixth in DVOA right now, but, man, are they mostly fraudulent. Um, they're undefeated on the road this year, so let's factor that in. And uh, the Rams uh, played their only good game of the season so far against the Cardinals, who are trash. Or not necessarily trash, but they're trash adjacent. Um, Seahawks minus one and a half on the road in L.A. What do you think, Craig? Seahawks. You think so? Yep. Yeah, it might be time for me to get on the bandwagon. I've been I've been off it a little bit. They're definitely not going to be one of my five because there's much better spots than taking the Seahawks on the road. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's probably time for me to get on the, me to get on the bandwagon here. Um, Billy, what are your thoughts on this one? Seahawks minus one and a half. I think the Seahawks defense might be just good enough to not let Robert Woods catch thirteen balls for one hundred and seventy-two yards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, like they just left him open. Like he was wide open for a lot of that. No, Seahawks are better than the Rams. I will take the Seahawks all day long. The way they marched the ball on Minnesota was actually pretty impressive. Um, this one-two punch they've got in the backfield now seems to be working for them. 
What I will say about that is this. The way they want to rush the ball in Minnesota is they're going to run up the middle again. The offensive line did a good job. Uh, a man named Aaron Donald plays for the Rams. Might make things a little awkward there. But they'll 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 figure something out because they, they always do. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah. And they'll win by less than it. Like, at this point, don't you just tease the Seahawks up to plus seven? Like, isn't that how you start your teaser now, right? Like, you, you just get the Seahawks up to plus seven and then figure yeah. your other two out, right? Like. Jeez, because like I can't win a game by more than four points is ridiculous. Oh God! All right, uh, heading it. Should we flex this game out? Is what I was going to ask, Craig. The Seahawks Rams. Should we flex this out for six no? Like Seahawks are number one seed. The NFC Rams yep. still alive. You're fine with that? Okay. I, I like. I didn't think it was egregious, but I thought maybe the. Uh, NBC might have taken a look at that Niners Saints game and been like, "Hey, that'd have been a good one. Give us that'd some of that, please." Right? Yeah. yeah, or Baltimore Buffalo. Although they flexed in Buffalo next week, so, so yeah, um, good for Buffalo. Yeah, that's gonna be gonna be a good game. Uh, no, nah, I'm. Yeah, you kind of like to me. If it's like a, it, it's not just that another game has to be good. Is that the Sunday night game has to be actively bad if you're gonna yeah, flex? You it. have to. You have to get it. Like in this one, you're getting like the Rams are probably a bad team. Uh, but you're getting the Seahawks, who are uh, at least one good team. And, and, and here's the thing: the Rams are the seventh seed in the NFC right now. I don't think yeah. the Rams are in the playoffs. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. They're not good enough. But if someone other than the six current NFC playoff teams is going to be there, it is the Rams. Mm-hmm. But um, so like, if, if the Rams aren't out of it. Is the moral of the story? Next week, yeah. Chargers Vikings. Yeah, you got the good Vikings team, but the Chargers are done for and terrible. So yeah, yeah. are actively actively terrible. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Monday nighter. Speaking of actively terrible, the uh, New York Giants uh, head into Philadelphia to get the Eagles, and the Eagles are laying five or nine. Jesus, uh, sorry, I was looking at their DVOA position. I'm a lot of Freudian slips for me on this podcast as I think about two different things at the same time. Uh, the Eagles are laying nine at home against the Giants. Wow, what a game I have no interest in. Eagles somehow are, are top ten in DVOA uh, despite what occurred last week. Um, yeah, they're not uh, like, and here's the thing with the Eagles, man, Lane Johnson, if he's not around, that's a real problem. Yeah. Like but it's... that wasn't the only problem hmm. vis-a-vis the fact that the Dolphins scored 30, whatever points on them. 37, I believe was the that's, number. Don't quote me on that. But a higher than the Dolphins should be scoring against a team. If it wants to be good. Yeah. Just, and they were the victims of that awesome punter to kicker touchdown. Yeah, which uh, was super cool. Yeah, which was super cool. Um, man, I I, I want to say that the Eagles shouldn't be favored by nine against anybody. But, but if you're going to be favored by nine against someone, yeah, I am so I I got bit by the Giants, man. Like like I would I would not Daniel Jones thing, but I mean, God, you're supposed to the sharp plays to take the Giants here, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure the yeah. sharps aren't on this game. The sharp plays to take the Giants, right? It's a divisional matchup. Getting nine, the Eagles aren't that good that they should be laying nine right now. Lane right. Johnson's well, hurt, like you mentioned. This line is the way it is because they they need people to bet the Giants. Like you, yeah. if you made this if you made this line four. Yeah, There's so much Eagles money coming in. Oh, I only have to give up four points about against the Giants. So you had yeah. to do this. You had yeah. to do that. Completely agree. Uh, Giants getting nine on the road. What do you think, Bill? Take the points. None of these teams are good. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's I think that is great analysis from Bill. Yep. There. I truly do. All right. Um, so that's it as far as game to game analysis. But let's go ahead and do our picks. Uh, we were trash last week, so let's go ahead and pick it up now. Uh, let's let Billy kick it off this week. Billy, who you got, good sir? All right, I will take the Buccaneers. I will take Craig's Broncos. I will also take your Lions against my Vikings. Oh, doing the happiness hedge, are you? Yep, exactly. Can't go wrong for me. <laughs> the happiness hedge by by Bill. <laughs> I will take the Titans and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you say I go next? I'm going to take uh, Atlanta as the short home favorite. I'm going to take Miami plus that five and a half because I think they could flat out win that game. I'm going to take Jacksonville because, as I mentioned several times during my diatribe, that I believe that this line is six points higher than it should be. So I'm going to take Jacksonville, who are going to be starting the right quarterback in this game. 
uh, even though they haven't looked good as as of late and were truly, truly terrible last week. I'm, I'm taking the bounce-back game from them. I'm going to take Kansas City. Give me the plus three. And uh, I'm going to go with you as well, Bill. Give me Denver plus the nine and a half. Uh, Craig, uh, take us home for week 14, good sir. Yeah, okay, I'm taking Tennessee. I am going to take Jacksonville as well. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Dolphins. And um, I'll trust you, Mitch. Give me the Bears. Yeah, I think that's a smart one. Uh, well, I hope you have a good week, Craig, because you got a lot of picks that are similar to me. So uh, let's let's hope that this works out. All right, uh, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, talking about what happened in week 14 and then giving our picks for week 15. We don't have anything else planned yet because I still want to wait for a couple more episodes of The Mandalorian to come out before we uh, talk about that. Uh, so we'll have the we'll have more Mandalorian coverage on the crossover podcast. That first uh, one we did was uh, very well received, and uh, we'll do a second one. And then Rise of Skywalker will be out before we know it. And so uh, a lot of Star Wars content uh, coming up on the other side of this podcast. And the guys and I on the other side as well are planning a little Christmas. Uh, we're going to possibly record our little Christmas episode uh, later on this week, but that will not drop until it's a little bit closer to Christmas time. Uh, that is it for this week. Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, it was a pleasure doing with this with you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>